This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you cannot have any. And today, I think this may be the thinnest premise for a show we've ever done. That's right. It's mini cookies. You came up with this I one. Know. What on earth made you think of mini cookies? I I wanted to do some kind of packaged cookie because I, I'm lazy and wanted to do something easy and... Uh, I was like, but we've already done like chocolate mint cookies. We already did two different Pepperidge Farm cookies episodes. And uh, then uh, Watson and I were like out wandering around and went into a convenience store. And she was like, what about mini cookies? I'm like, okay. <sighs> Love it. So, Matthew, you know, I think that the original mini cookie that I I had forgotten about, truly, until you mentioned it in the agenda for the show, is Teddy Grahams. Yeah, totally. These came out when we were kids. Yes, I remember when they came out, they were like a massive hit. Every kid wanted them. Mm -hmm. But these are mini Teddy Grahams. These are tiny, and and they were already small. They're already mini. They're already really small. Okay, so let, let's kind of try to give our listener an approximation. I would say that these are well, about as tall. Well, we did poppy seeds last week. I would say each of these is the size of a poppy seed. No, they're not. I would say each of these is as, uh, like each of the teddies is as tall as the diameter of a quarter. Mm, I think smaller. Nickel? I think like a nickel. Okay. Maybe a quarter. So when we were kids, these guys were already pretty small. Um, but, they, <laughs> but they've shrunk. <laughs> they've They've shrunk. You know, I would say they have gotten... What are you doing? Oh, we're going to measure it against some coins. Hmm. Still tastes like Teddy Grahams. My favorite Teddy Graham... I'm going to accidentally eat a nickel. My favorite Teddy Graham used to be the the chocolate ones. Oh, yeah, me too. No, you're right. It's a little bigger than a nickel. You're absolutely right. It's the size. It's the, the diameter of a quarter. Should I still eat this one that's touched yeah. some money? Okay. Yeah, you should. Because that money's probably been in that jar for a long time. And so and so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I only I only eat old money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew, so, you know, I have to say, hold on. I want to just talk about Teddy Grahams for a second. Please. As an adult, I still eat a lot of graham crackers. And Teddy Grahams do taste like a little different to me somehow from a graham cracker. But isn't this mm-hmm. just a teddy bear shaped graham cracker? I'm sure uh, there is some like high caliber food engineering that goes into making Teddy Grahams have a, a slightly just unique enough flavor that kids will will demand them mm-hmm. even once they get bored with the shape. I'm into these. 
Also, there's uh, there are instructions on the back of the bag for discovery ideas. How do you make musical notes? Fill several glass bottles with water, with with different levels of water. Have your child blow across the tops of the bottles to create their own music. There's always so much to discover with Teddy. I thought they were going to say, fill several jars with money. <laughs> and send them to, Shake send them to them. this address. No, anyway. Okay, but Matthew, why why does the world need mini Teddy Grahams? I mean, these were already so small. I'm kind of enjoying them. Like, Yeah, why would you choose? Okay, but hold on. I know we're supposed to be on memory lane, but hold on. Why okay. would you choose a mini cookie? Oh, just in general? Yeah, why, why does this exist? Pure fun. Let's take these Nutter Butters, for example. So, like, regular okay. Nutter Butters are sort of like, you know, cartoon peanut shape. That's right. But these are just little oh. round sandwiches. Okay. And they're so and cute. You, wait, did you already know about that? Mm-hmm. Hang on. Okay. Oh, God, I hadn't had one of these in a while. Mm, they're good. Oh, my God. They taste like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. I mean, they taste sort of like a Reese's piece also because they don't mm-hmm. have chocolate. Although there are chocolate-covered regular-sized Nutter Butters. Although they're not they're not even – they're like large round ones. They're not peanut-shaped, I don't think. Yeah, I did. I remember when these mini – when I first saw these mini Nutter, Nutter Butters, I remember that very day. No, Matthew, I remember getting them at the store and they were good. We haven't had a perfectly engineered food product in a while. Oh, what's I feel happening? one coming on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> these little Nutter Butter Bites – they're great. Yeah. They're really good. The texture is really nice. It's a really nice, like, short cookie texture. Yep. The peanut butter flavor is so delicious in, like, a almost candy-like way. I almost, And they're yeah. also really pleasing in terms of their size and their roundness. So I agree, and yet I almost could go for them to be a little smaller so I could toss a handful of them in my mouth like I could easily do with the Teddy Graham, the mini Teddy Grahams. Yeah, so I want to talk about this. Like, Mm -hmm. are you the kind of person who, when you're eating something like, something else that's on the small side, like Popcorn shrimp. (laughs) 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 <laughs> whatever do you, are you a, like a toss a handful back kind of person yeah i'm a toss a handful back kind oh of person. okay yeah i am i am not and so there's a part of me that's like what am i supposed to do with these tiny morsels of food like they're just <laughs> so little that's that's just what the birds say when they come to your bird feeder how like how much of this am i supposed to eat is that part of the point that like if you sell things mm. in like these little packages, these like little portions that people will, I don't know, do people go through it faster? Because when you open one of these little bags, you're like, oh, got to finish it. I think so. I mean, yeah, these are these are like, you know, the, the ones that were like billed as like the portion control oh. format at some point, which which, yeah, is a, is bom, a drag. Bom. But this this bag of Teddy Grahams is pretty substantial. That's <laughs> but true. But then we've got like individual bags that, yeah, are definitely supposed to be one serving of Nutter Butter Bites, Mini Chips Ahoy, and Oreo Minis. Okay. One thing I didn't get but kept thinking I wanted to because they're really <laughs> satisfying is, have you had the uh, Mini Cool Ranch Doritos that come in a Pringles can? Uh, no. They're they're literally just smaller Doritos that and come in a Pringles can. are they stacked like Pringles? They are not. It's oh. just It's just like a big pile of little chips in a can. But they're really good. Okay. I should have gotten them. I should have tried to convince you that they are a cookie. You know what? Hold on. Before we leave Memory Lane, which we were never really on to start with, do you remember Famous Amos? Yes. I did not get any Famous Amos, but I absolutely do. That was the original mini cookie, I think. I I think so. That and I don't know. Do graham crackers count as a mini cookie? I mean, not graham crackers. Animal crackers. We've had Famous Amos on the show before, at least. I mean, not as a guest. you mean Amos himself? (laughs) Well, we talked because we talked about Amos because he had like a really interesting life story. Like he was like... 
like Bob Dylan's manager or something. Was Does I present familiar? for that episode? And this, this may have been one of one of my uh, occasional secret solo episodes. Okay, wait. I'm going to grab my phone because now I have to know okay. like what uh, what Famous Avis did before he became a cookie magnet. Whenever people say magnet, I just I I want them to say magnate. Because magnet is just, I mean, if you're a cookie magnet, it just means you draw a bunch of cookies to you. Like I mean, I d- by, that, by that definition, we're cookie magnets, right? Yes. Okay. Famous Amos. I'm opening the mini Oreos. I'm very curious about these. Okay. First, uh, Wally Amos, Famous Amos, is still with us. He's pretty old. 86. And <laughs> now I want some of his cookies. Um, okay. So... He signed Simon and Garfunkel and headed the William Morris Agency's rock and roll department. What? He represented musicians such as The Temptations, Sam Cooke, and Marvin Gaye. Oh, my God. Signed Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, my God. Famous Amos is a legit famous. But yes, actually, actually famous. Did not need to start a cookie company, probably, but did it anyway. Matthew, hold on. I, okay. op- I opened the mini Oreos. How dare you? I'm sorry. Uh, so when I when I opened them, I was a little bit dismayed to see that the vanilla frosting doesn't go all the way to the edge of the cookies. Mm. That does it, said, does it with regular Oreos? No, but it there, there's it, it covers a higher portion yeah. of the cookie than it does on these mini ones. That said, what I really like about these Oreo minis is, as everyone knows, the best part of the Oreo is the chocolate cookie. I don't think everyone agrees with that, but yes, everyone knows the best part of the mm-hmm. Oreo. Is the chocolate cookie, which doesn't taste like chocolate. It tastes like brown, but it's delicious. And I feel like somehow the ratio of cookie to spackling (laughs) (laughs) that holds the cookies together is better in the Oreo mini than in the Oreo regular. I think I agree. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite Oreo format is still Oreo thins, but yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, are, are we are we finding that that like little cookies are better than big cookies? I love the way you say cookies. There's just something about it that's so cute. Do it what? again. Say cookies. Cookies. Oh! <laughs> Abby, could you like I don't know isolate that and like set it to a beat? <laughs> I want to hear it. Mm. Say I mean, it again, Matthew. Say, produce, it, producer, say it a number of Abby, different ways. I call her producer Abby because she's like a, a major producer of um, <laughs> of beats, drum and bass. She um, uh, she didn't she didn't sign Simon and Garfunkel, but uh, she signed um, uh, what's a, who's a duo like a current duo of like cool people, Domi and JD Beck. Okay, we'll say that's who she signed. Hold on, Matthew. Say cookies. Cookies. Say it again. Cookies. <laughs> say it again. Cookies. <laughs> One more time. You know what I have? Cookies. You know what I have here? I have a jar, and it is not a cookie jar. So, uh, as you know, I was just using uh, um, U.S. U.S. coins to uh, to measure <laughs> Teddy grams, and I, I've got this this uh, this coin jar that we used to back when cash existed. We used to fill this with our leftover change and occasionally take it to the Coinstar machine and uh, and this would this would hold like $60, $70 worth of change. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never use cash anymore. And so we're stuck with like a, a like one-tenth <laughs> full jar of coins that will never be filled. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. I don't even know if there's still a Coinstar machine. Yeah. Chips Ahoy, never been good. Probably still is. Still not good. That cookie is useless. In fact, that is a pointless, pointless piece of food. 
I think that Chips is Ahoy stupid. is kind of like a famous Amos, but crappy. It's horrible. It's so dumb. You Wally know, Amos would not have signed this cookie. You know, <laughs> I feel like regular size Chips Ahoy. There was a moment there when I could have enjoyed it, like as a kid. I think that I, I, you know, I would say that they were good, not great, but good. Yeah. Now, no. That's garbage. No, it's not good. That's BS. Which which makes me sad. Like, it should be good. Okay, but hold on. Let's talk about Animal Crackers. Because I think that that is up there with Famous Amos as being one of the original mini Mini cookies. cookies. Yeah, I think we did a whole Animal Crackers episode, but it was so long ago and I don't remember anything. When I was uh, thinking about Animal Crackers prior to our our taping today, I found myself thinking about, like, you know, the original, like, Barnum and Bailey Animal Crackers like, what is that box? Did is you it, know that uh, it like Wally tra- Amos signed Barnum and Bailey? <laughs> is, it, is it like a train car? Is it's it a, like a, a portable prison? Like, what is that? I mean, honestly, thing? I think it's both because I think it's like the cars that like the animals would would be like towed along in uh, like when the circus air? was traveling. Maybe. I'm not sure. I got to pull up a picture because I know. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Animal. Cra- and why are they called crackers? Hmm. You're just trying to get me to say cookies again. <laughs> oh, you know, they've changed the packaging. Mm. Probably because they, they didn't want to give the impression that they bring their animals around in, in jail. Uh, now the packaging just looks like this. It just shows mm, like okay. illustrations of animals. But if you look at the vintage 1987 packaging, sure, which is my era. Yep. Oh, this one. This one is a tin but see, that's it was like oh, yeah. a like a little animal prison. Yeah, that's that's really exactly what it was. And like, <laughs> I mean, I I definitely have like a mental image, probably from like Dumbo or something, of like animals like traveling in like open open air rail cars with bars. Here's one where where they tried to get rid of the bars, oh. so the animals just stay in their boxes. Oh no, the lion the lion escaped and and like ate a bunch of children. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, the gorilla looks like it's possibly maiming its child mm-hmm. or giving it a high five. Hard to say. Yeah, nature is scary. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it. No charge. <laughs> uh-huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet. Totally you, allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you yep. can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier <laughs> when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm-hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see nobody, that. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. 
Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is the website that takes you from that thing you've always wanted to learn to learning that thing. Well, and you can learn it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world. Oh, come on. Really the best in the world? Yeah. Like, remember I watched those videos with uh, with Steph Curry on, like, you know, how to have proper, like, basketball shooting form and That's stuff. That's right. You And you have been sinking so many threes <laughs> since then. It's ridiculous. I just can't stop. Um, okay. Well, I took a class with Hans Zimmer, film composer. Maybe you've heard of <laughs> movies such as The Lion King. Mm. Maybe you've heard of Gladiator. Yep. The Dark Knight. Dune. He did all of those. I loved And Dune. now he's teaching me how to do it. Like the art of making Has people feel to things. To, to teach me? Yeah. Yeah, because because I've got a master class subscription. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, Matthew, I also hear that if you want to take a class, say, from like Alice Waters or Thomas Keller or even like Yotam Orolengi, yeah. you can get essentially what are like private lessons. Now, granted, they're they're... They're on masterclass. Yes. But private lessons did, from right. these people. Odalenghi doesn't come to your house, That's but right. virtually he does. That's right. So masterclass makes all of this possible, and you get unlimited access to the very world's best teachers. And you will get 15% off an annual membership right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. Masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. So Matthew, you know, what do we think about these as, as like a thing? When would you ever buy these? I, I think got, you've probably bought them before. I think I'm going to buy them again. Like, I want what I want is like a tub. I want a tub of of nutter butter bites that I can that I can like go to the retailer, reach my arm into gorilla style, mm. and and like you know snarf up. Like I I know I said gorilla style, but now I'm thinking of myself more like a front end loader, um, oh. <laughs> and like just load load a big payload of them into my mouth. So you want you know like at uh, at Costco you can get uh, those like cheese puffs or like cheese mm-hmm. balls in like a big canister. You want that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean I guess they would go stale pretty quickly, but maybe. Um, I'm not sure how to fix that problem. No, don't worry about fixing that problem. Just eat faster. Okay. So, um, you know, I actually, now that I've encountered these, I can imagine if I were like driving somewhere and going to be in the car for many hours and I like stopped and got something from a fast food place for lunch or something, Mm -hmm. I can imagine picking up a little bag of these at a convenience store. Yeah, if we were on a road trip and we were stopping for gas and like they had Nutter Butter Bites like in a yeah. especially if they were in like a bigger like like you know a hanging in the on the rack in the drugstore kind of size of candy or cookies mm-hmm. like we would enjoy that on our road trip. We would. We would. Where are we going on this road trip? Um to see the circus, I guess. Probably. You know, we haven't been to Portland in a long time. I haven't. Yeah. Have you? Uh no, not in a long time. I haven't been to Portland since before the pandemic. No, me neither. Wow. We I should go to, we could go to Portland and and on the way we'll eat some nutter butter bites. Okay. And then yeah, when we get to Portland we can like go to a food truck. Mhm. And then go home. Nong's Kaman Guy, maybe? Yeah, sure. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, okay, wait, but hold on. Anything else? <laughs> oh, there's cookies in my throat. Um, Say cookies again. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> again. <laughs> Do it again. What? 
<laughs> cookies. Why? What? <laughs> so what? cute. God, it's so cute. Okay. Anyway, uh, Matthew, do I don't you have think any- I can do the Cookie Monster voice right now. I wanted to, but I can just feel like it's not going to come out right. Okay, don't do it. Then. Okay, Matthew, do we have anything else to say about mini cookies? This was the Weir- thinnest weirdly episode. No. <laughs> okay. Like, weren't you researching this episode? What's the history of mini cookies? You asked me to research the episode, and you refused. And on I principle. refused. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I know. I think I think uh, I, what I said was you can research mini cookies question mark. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks for coming up with this episode though, Matthew, because You're I feel so like welcome. I, well, this episode has yielded a new perfectly engineered food product. Nutter for butter our list. bites. Nutter butter bites. Yeah. So wait, I do have one more thing cuz like you know, of course, one of one popular way to eat an Oreo, which you may or may not know is to is to like Twist, unscrew it. Yeah, unscrew it. And Oh, it works well with Nutter Butter Bites also. Have you tried it with the, the mini Oreo? I haven't tried it with the mini Oreo. Now I'm wondering whether the the cookie is peanut butter flavored or just the filling. You're about to find out. I think the cookie is too. Hmm. Oh yeah, it is. Good cookie. Mm, good cookie. Uh, Matthew, what you snacking? Hey, what you snacking? You gotta tell me what you snacking. Or I'll release the Kraken. So what you snacking? What you snacking? Nutter um, butter bites? Yeah, just nutter butter bites. I don't have anything new since since last week. Okay, uh, I've been snacking on um, Atalfo mangoes. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, tis the season. Okay, yeah, I gotta get some. Yeah, so good, so so good. And also, I find that they are so as opposed to the Tommy Atkins. Is it Tommy Atkins or Atkins? Atkins, I think. As opposed to that mango, which I think is the one that has been around in the U.S. market for longer and is which, still the more as prevalent I recall, one. we did a mango episode. I think we 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 tried both of those varieties: the Atalfo slash Champagne Mango yeah. slash Manila Mango. I think maybe also uh, they often call it a Honey Mango. Honey too. Mango, yeah. That uh, we both like that one very much. I think you like the Tommy Atkins more than I did. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I feel like. It's a rare experience to get an Atolfo mango that is not very tasty. Whereas yes, with a Tommy Atkins, it is a frequent occurrence. Yeah, they've always got the the sweetness and the and the give that you're looking for. That's right. Uh, yes, yeah, so you should go listen to our mangoes episode. Yeah, by the way, episode number. Do you know it off the top of your head? No, nope. I'm going to say three eighty nine. <laughs> oh no, I think it's up in the four hundreds. All right. Well, gotta stop and look this up. We got okay. we got plenty of time because this episode's coming in really short. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Um, Spilled milk mangoes. Okay, so I accidentally wrote spilled milk. (laughs) So we'll see if uh, if Google can figure out what I meant. Yeah, you're right. 541. Oh, no, I said it was in the 400s, but it's in the 500s. Okay, yeah. There's also um, a canned milkshake called spilled milk with mango from One Way Brewing. And it is an IPA milkshake. That this sounds terrible. Why are you talking about it? <laughs> I don't because again because we because we, we spent ten minutes talking about mini cookies. And we were like, well, there isn't there we anything go. else to say about mini cookies. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah. Let's. I mean, let's rank. Um. Uh, Artists managed by Wally Amos from like favorite to least favorite. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say Marvin Gaye is at the top for okay. me. Okay. Okay. Uh, who else was there? There was Simon and Garfunkel. Simon Garfunkel, Sam Cooke, and The Temptations. Oh, yeah, this is tough. Oh, this is tough. 
I'm going to go with Marvin Gaye, too. I mean, I like Simon and Garfunkel, but not. Yeah. I like the hits of Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, Sam Cooke. I feel like one Sam Cooke song for me is worth like three Marvin Gaye. I mean, when Sam Cooke hits, he hits. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I actually want to rank rank these because like they're all they're all they're legends all really in their good. own way. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's not do yeah. that. You know what? All of those artists we named pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Matthew. I have a little bit of a now, but wow. I think that it may be a little bit dated by the time this episode comes out. That's fine. But there was a Planet Money episode in late yes. March. I think on March 24th. And it is about Osage headrights. So it basically part of the reason that I was drawn to listen to it is because the Osage uh, the Osage tribe, the Osage people are are based in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I remember learning in Oklahoma state history in fourth grade that Osage County, I think, is the biggest county. Either the biggest or the smallest. In in Oklahoma? Yeah, that's okay, right. Great. Anyway, so um, there is this Planet Money episode about this man who, um, who basically was kind of abandoned by his birth mother, who was a member of the Ponca tribe in Oklahoma. And he grew up with an adopted family in Texas. As an adult, went in search of his, his birth family mm-hmm. and basically came to learn that his mother through, I think, her late husband or something, had what is called Osage head rights. So this, this would be connected to the Osage peoples right. of Oklahoma. And basically what it is, is when like white people came into Oklahoma and were like, ooh, this land is very valuable because there are a lot of minerals in it and expensive things that we can sell for money. That's a good, that's a good impression of what white people sound that like. That is exactly yeah. what white people sound like. I say that as one of them. Yes. I know it well. They basically, Matthew, help me out with the history here. What happened was the Osage people were very wealthy because of this land that they right, were sitting because, on. Right, because of mineral rights. And of course, uh, white people looked at that and said, uh, we, can, we can take that away. Right. And so basically what they did was they found a way to basically be like, hey, we're going to take the rights for this thing, but we'll give you a little bit of money each time we take some of your stuff. Right. So Osage head rights is basically for each person who was in the Osage nation at the time that this treaty or whatever was created, you would get a certain percentage of the money that was brought in by selling the resources on this land. It's called Osage head rights. One head right per person. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but it is a fascinating and extremely complex, of course, story of uh, ways in which native groups in the U.S. were swindled out of money yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it's told really well, of course, by the producers of Planet Money, who um, who are so good at taking some complex historical ideas and making a narrative out of it. I think it may have been like like produced in collaboration with it with a different NPR podcast. Does that sound possible? I'm not sure about that. By the way, thanks, listeners, for hanging in there while it took me like 25 minutes to explain Osage head rights. I think, I think you did a good job. Uh, let's see here. It was produced with, oh, with help from Osage News. 
All right. Now that I guess what I was thinking. No, it's a, yeah, it's a Planet Planet Money production with help from uh, Shannon Shaw, duty of Osage News. Okay, that was our longest now, but wow, ever. But it's a good one. You should definitely go listen to that episode. It's great. It's a really good one yeah. and really interesting to think about. My God, the like cunning and horrible ways in which. Oh yeah, no that that is what like one of my favorite quotes from from Malcolm X is uh, Malcolm X once said, uh, "Racism is like a Cadillac. There's a new model every year, and there." There is no limit to to the ingenuity of uh, what uh, white people will do to deprive non-white people of life, liberty, and property. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we'll link to it in the head notes. It is the battle over Osage head rights from Planet Money. All right, that got serious. That did get serious. All right, our producer is Abby Circatella. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I really love that this particular episode went from many cookies to the many forms of racism yeah. uh, we might encounter over history. Yeah, I mean, not you you and I are, we'll, we'll no. encounter them from the wrong side. That's correct. But anyway, hey, we, we are a show that brings you a little bit of everything, including many cookies. Yes, and uh, you can talk about those things with other listeners at Everything Spilled Milk reddit.com that's right and send us some spilled mail contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com yeah we love your questions thanks thank you to the listener whose name i don't remember off the top of my head but uh who wrote in to uh share some uh some indie rock picks with me and uh and kindly allowed me to share some picks with some picks with her as well picks, picks meaning what kind of picks me, meaning select <laughs> musical selections mm. not not photos <laughs> hmm. all right well thank you for listening to spilled milk I'm, um... No, the show that... Oh, the show that, uh... The uh, sh- tosses your cookies. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you I thought you would want me to say cookies again, but then you seemed disappointed when I did it. Matthew, it's only because I'm so tired right now uh-huh. that I it took me a minute to remember what tossing your cookies means. Mm, okay. Okay, I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.